This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 121. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we are proud to give you, or bring you, I should say, a listener request. And our, this listener requested that we devote an entire episode to tempeh. So we're going to be learning about tempeh and this alternative to tofu when it comes to making vegetarian and vegan dishes. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about how best to prepare it and to give you some recipe ideas. But first, we have a new rating. We do. Now, this is from the U.S., August 17th, 2015, from Metamorphosis321, who says awesome sauce. Metamorphosis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting our Halloween spirit here. Uh, okay, so uh, they say you guys are an asset to the vegetarian community. I was vegan for five years, went back to eating everything. Yes, that does happen. And I'm currently a happy pescatarian. You two are truly a breath of fresh air. Please keep doing what you're doing. That is awesome Thank on so you. many levels. First of all, I appreciate you saying that we're an asset to the vegetarian community. That that made me smile mm-hmm. big time. And thanks for also for being honest. I mean, I think that does happen. And, and we talk about this all the time on our show. This is not all or nothing. This is just about doing the best you can at any given moment. And as a happy pescatarian, we are glad to have you in our community. We're happy you're happy. All right, so let's move into our news story. And I love this one because this kind of hits a little home for us. Right. So this is actually kind of falls under the category of upcoming events. Um, Friday, October 16th is National Feral Cat Day. And uh, if you want more information, you can just go to nationalferalcatday.org. But uh, this was launched by uh, Alley Cat Allies, 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 <laughs> Alley Cat Allies uh, on their Alley tenth, Cat. Alley Cat, uh, their tenth anniversary in two thousand one. They are a, uh, a group that helps to. Um, educate about feral cats and protect the feral cat community. And so on their 10th anniversary in 2001, they established National Feral Cat Day. And so the theme for National Feral Cat Day of 2015 is the evolution of the cat revolution, which is so (laughs) awesome. So uh, since 2011, more than 1,500 National Feral Cat Day events have taken place. And so, you know, there are events that promote the trap, neuter, return, uh, um, what do you call it, program that they Mm -hmm. have in place. So that's, you know, uh, trapping the cats humanely, of course, taking them, neutering them, and then re-releasing them because their feral cats are not, they're not meant to be in a household. I mean, they're just not. Yeah, but I was saying this hit a little close to home for us because remember my cousin was doing work for the Feral Cat mm-hmm. Society in San Antonio when she came across little Miss Iggy Threadgood, mm-hmm. who's now become part of our family. Yes, and Iggy she was, was little tiny. Kitten. Yeah, she was but, a little kitten. Yeah, but you know, when once they're grown, it's very, very hard to domesticate them and yes. they're, they're not happy. I mean, they're, you know... 
I would say Miss Threadgood is happy. Oh, she's happy. <laughs> <laughs> she's fat and happy. <laughs> All um, right. But anyway, so that is uh, Friday, October 16th. All right. Are we ready to move into our main topic? Sure. So let's talk about tempeh. What is it? Basically? I didn't know what this was before we became vegetarians. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I did either. I don't think I even knew even to like a few months into when mm. we were vegetarians. Uh, and now, it's not your favorite. It is not. Right. It, it has to be cooked a certain way and even at that it's still marginal for me Mm -hmm. okay so basically what tempeh is is cooked whole soybeans that are fermented and formed into a flat cake or patty not a cake like birthday cake but like just a a that would not be good (laughs) right uh or like a patty um all right so first just a little bit of, of history about tempeh it's connected to the tofu, to tofu production in Java on the in, in Indonesia, and the the tofu making industry was introduced to Java by Chinese immigrants around uh, the 17th century, and then uh, actually what tempeh how tempeh was kind of created was that it's kind of a byproduct of the uh, tofu industry. So discarded soybean residue was uh, kind of accidentally fermented or, you know, had uh, mold spores introduced to it because it was just kind of a waste product. And then they discovered, and I don't want to know how they discovered this. I was going to say, does that, that interest you sometimes? Mold was edible. <laughs> hmm, let's try this. <laughs> yeah, let's eat some mold. But uh, anyway, so that's that's kind of how that started. Okay, let's so let's talk a little bit about fermentation. Mm-hmm. So to make tofu, uh, tofu to make tempeh <laughs> now, uh, it requires a starter. Which, if you know, if you think about a sourdough starter to start sourdough bread, this is kind of similar. It's this is a tempeh starter is a culture of a certain kind of mold spores. Uh, it's a certain species of mold i guess which is just gross but uh <laughs> let's not think about that <laughs> yeah but uh so it what happens is uh to make tofu to i'm gonna be Tempe, doing that yeah. this whole episode tempeh it's uh you cook soybeans and then combine the cooked soybeans with this starter and then ferment that for several days at a controlled temperature of 85 to 90 degrees. And so it actually, I said several days, but it's normally 24 to 48 hours. And I think it just depends on the other conditions. But there's there are certain, uh, it has to be well ventilated, and but that temperature has to be controlled. And then uh, once that is completed, then it's kind of formed into a cake. So traditionally, this is made from soy, but you can also make it from any kind of beans, right? Mm -hmm. Or not any kind, but other other beans? Well, I have some actually black eyed pea tempeh in the freezer that I bought. haven't done anything with it yet. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just don't like the soybean. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can experiment with others because you can also make it from grains too, like brown rice and millet and barley, right? Mm -hmm. You can add those. I I don't know if you can make it as a standalone. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, But you can add them to tempeh but i know you can make it from black eyed peas obviously you can also use uh i think black beans or i don't know about pinto beans i don't know how those would be but uh maybe like the little red the small red beans you could do or navy beans as well 
All right, so let's talk about some of the differences. Now, we already talked about tempeh kind of being a byproduct of tofu, but what are some of the differences? Okay, so let's talk about tempeh that's made with soy. We're, we're assuming that made with soybeans okay. here uh, versus tofu. So calories, calorie-wise, for a half a cup, tofu has 97 calories and tempeh has 160. And But the reason for that is because it is the whole soybean. Tofu is soy milk that is um, cultured and, you know, um, created. It's, tofu is created from soy milk. Okay. So it's not the whole bean. I would probably, because tempeh is the whole bean as well, that's why it has a little bit more protein. So mm-hmm. it looks like it has 15.4 grams versus the 10.1 in tofu. Right. And then also it makes a big difference in fiber wow yeah 3.5 in tempeh versus 0.5 in in the tofu tofu right right and uh as we were saying tempeh is much less processed which is why it has the more protein and fiber uh tempeh is firm and dry and can be it's easy easier to crumble uh tofu is soft and wet pretty much uh, even the extra firm is still, it has that soft sponginess and it sits in water when it's packed. Um, tempeh is made by fermented, fermenting cooked beans with mold culture and tofu, as we said, is made by uh, cooking soy milk with a coagulant. So where would one find tempeh? One, being you out there in listener land, would find <laughs> tempeh, uh, find it in the refrigerated section of stores like Whole Foods. Uh, larger grocery chains, our HEB, our local store here, does carry tempeh in the the kind of uh, vegetarian food section of the produce department, and then also in Asian markets. Okay. And then you can also find fresh-made tempeh at farmer's markets, or you can make it yourself, as Larissa said. Hmm? That you've, you've got something going down there in our refrigerator, or are you going to? Is that what you said? Who me? No. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you. Were no, I don't to. have all the. No, I don't have all the. Uh, there's always something going in our. Fridge. I know. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I just find something in a container and I go. I don't know what She's that is. She's opening the I door can't. and there's something waving, going hello. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a bit of a labor intensive process, but if it's something that you know you're ambitious and want to try, uh, well, the recipe that we'll include at the end. Oh, is, that's totally something for, uh, you would do, though. Yeah, if we yeah. weren't so busy with the wedding right now. I yeah. definitely see this going down. It requires <laughs> kind of special equipment, so oh, okay. or at least a special setup. So. Okay, so making your making it yourself probably isn't the best, or at least the easiest. I would it's say it's not the easiest. Okay. No. All right. So how do you use it? Okay. Well, there's lots of different ways that you can prepare tempeh, but one one thing to mention is. No matter which way you're going to use it, it's generally a good idea to steam it first. Uh, it's not absolutely necessary. You don't have to, but it's a good idea. It helps. Steaming helps to soften it so that it will more easily take on flavors of whatever you're marinating it and rubbing, you know, if you're using dry rub seasonings. So it just helps to kind of soften that up and make it easier to... So you can just use like an electric steamer or just put it in a basket over like some boiling water. Mm -hmm. I should do it. Like a steamer basket. Okay. So just cover it, let it steam for 10 to 15 minutes. All right. And then to simmer it, you want to fill a saucepan with an inch or two of water and then bring that to a boil. 
Uh, you want to place the tempeh in a saucepan and cover the pot and then reduce the heat and let the tempeh simmer for about 10 to 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So if your recipe includes um, some marinating of the tempeh, you want to try simmering it in the marinade instead of water, and that's going to help save you a step there exactly. as well. Exactly. Yeah, so simmering is just another option for the steaming. Uh, yeah. If you don't have a steamer or a steamer basket, um, you can simmer it instead just to kind of soften that up. Crumble it. Yeah. So <laughs> to make tempeh crumbles... It's really easy. Just chop a block of steamed or simmered tempeh into chunks and then just process it in your food processor for a few seconds uh, until it's the consistency of cooked ground beef or turkey. This isn't what we use in our um, tacos, is it? No. Okay. What we use is the, is, well, it's usually corn, uh, the corn brand crumbles, which is. Um, Those are so good. Yeah, it is. Uh, but they're they're soy free, uh, or we'll use a guardian, which is soy. But okay. Uh, but no, we could use this though. Um, and maybe we'll try it. And maybe I won't tell you and see if you can see <laughs> if you can tell. <laughs> I'll see the experiment going on mm -hmm. going on in the refrigerator. Um, and then you know, depending on the size you want, it is how long you would just kind of wear it in your food processor. If you're making chili and you want it kind of more chunky, then just do it for a couple seconds. If you want it you know, more fine for tacos or something, do it a little longer. You can then saute it with herbs, veggies, whatever you want. And then um, there are lots of things that you can use it for. Yeah. So you can use it for a meat sauce for like pasta, tacos, as we just mentioned, chili, sausage crumbles and casseroles. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. Making burger patties, meatballs or meatloaf. And then really anywhere you would just put ground beef, right? Mm -hmm. Right. All right. So the next way that you can prepare this is to bake it. So you want to bake slices on a baking sheet or a glass dish at 350 degrees for about 15 to 20 minutes until it's brown and crisp. And I would say everybody's oven is a little bit different, so just check on just it. Just check it. Yeah, you may need to flip it over. <laughs> you don't and... want to have tempeh jerky. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe you <laughs> Maybe do. you do, but at uh, least not unintentionally. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, before you bake, um, it you might want to season it or marinate, you know, to kind of give it some flavor. Um, then you can also saute. So just heat a small amount of oil in a pan over medium heat. And then uh, you can either for sauteing, you can slice it or you can cube and then um, saute it until it's golden brown, three or four minutes per side. And then add that. You can add that to salads. You can add it to uh, your chili, you know, um, Whatever you, however you want to use that. And then you can fry it, which is probably would be my preferred way, but <laughs> probably not the healthiest <laughs> for you either. But it's great for breaded or battered tempeh and uh, fry it, frying it produces a really nice crust. As a matter of fact, I think this is how I tried it at one of the vegetarian restaurants we went to. Didn't they use this for, was it this or Saitan that they used for? For the fish? The, no for uh country fried steak it's seitan was it seitan yeah. okay i know yeah. i've had this in some because i've tried it in different ways mm -hmm. and that is typically my more preferred but i still prefer grilled tofu i mean mm -hmm. uh, fried tofu, tofu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh you can also uh well one more note about frying um you don't have to deep fry you know so many people especially in the south just do this big giant vat of oil and <laughs> dunk everything in there you don't have to do that you can just use an inch or so of oil in a pan and just kind of you know turn it until it's it's fried you don't need to saturate it that much 
All right, and then there's grilling it. So placing slices on on an oiled grill, and you want to make sure to oil that so it doesn't It'll stick. It'll stick, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just cook that until it's crisp. Mm-hmm. Or if you're indoors, you can use it like a cast iron grill pan. Mm-hmm. And again, just oil it or grease it really well to make yeah. sure that it doesn't stick. All right, so let's move into our recipe of the week and surprise, surprise, how to make tempeh. Right, now this is uh, thekitchen.com. It's K-I-T-C-H-N, no E. Thekitchen.com has really, really good tutorials. And this is one uh, that she has for making tempeh. So it's a cooking lesson. It's very comprehensive. If you want to give this a try, uh, we'd love to hear your results and uh, maybe share some pictures with us on Facebook. So, um, yeah, definitely let us know if you try it. Okay, so let's move into the quote of the week. And it looks like this quote is kind of a tribute to the cats. <laughs> so the quote is from Mark Twain. And he said, of all God's creatures, there is only one that cannot be made slave of the leash. That one is the cat. If man could be crossed with a cat, it would improve the man, but it would deteriorate the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Awesome. I love that. I, just I love hadn't that. heard that. Yeah. I'm sure Jake's going to come by here in a second and give me a look. I know, right? <laughs> All right. So what's our question? What question do we want to ask the folks this week? We want to know. It's very simple. Do you like tempeh? And uh, why or why not? And what's your favorite way to cook it? Yeah. If 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 you've made it it. yourself or to have it. If you Mm -hmm. go to a restaurant, probably most folks have have actually just had it out at a restaurant or something. Mm -hmm. So let us know. And if you have a favorite recipe, of course, feel free to send us the link and we'll put or put the link in the show notes or post it on our Facebook page. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, to answer today's question, you can head on over to the show notes for this episode, uh, www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash one, two, one. All right. This was a short episode this week. It was a short episode. While you're there, you can also leave us a rating on uh, iTunes. If you haven't already, there's a couple of big buttons right there in the middle of the page. Uh, Click to leave a review. And uh, we would we read all of our five star reviews on the show. Awesome. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.